0: Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Amy Giffen, a registered dietitian with a passion for gardening, food, cooking, and cheese. In April, I got the amazing opportunity to head to the Wisconsin Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics and speak with a group of upcoming RDs to be. This connection happened because Amy spoke at the Iowa Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics annual meeting a few years ago, and she actually remembered me from that meeting. Amy was born and raised in Wisconsin with her father having a long career in the cheese industry. She initially thought she wanted to be a food scientist, but quickly fell in love with dietetics early in her college career. She has had a variety of jobs so far and always seems to come back to food service management as her specialty. Amy and I took a few moments during the busy, Wand annual meeting that she planned, and she is preparing to serve as a president this upcoming year. Please enjoy my conversation with Amy. A project, well, exactly. And yeah. there's so many moving parts. It's yeah. like we can't all just be perfect 100% I know. of the time yeah. <laughs> okay. well what is your role currently
1: so I am the professional education chair for okay. the Wisconsin Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics or we call it wand some people say wand because I guess like yeah <laughs> WAND, wand just sounds, sounds like better. more formal do- and better
0: <laughs> it
1: doesn't sound so goofy yeah. our nutrition wands <laughs> only we can make magic happen <laughs>
0: That should be your title for your next uh, meeting. It should. I'll share that with our our incoming chair. (laughs) (laughs) So you're kind of the one that helps
1: coordinate the meeting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we have a committee of people and we meet monthly uh, via teleconference and kind of go through planning everything for this. This is our main focus. Um, We have the assistance of Badger Bay, which is our management company, which is nice because they handle like That's just really nice. The venue, sure. and even coordinating the speakers, like your travel and all that stuff, the payments, it's pretty great. Nice. <laughs> so, That's really nice. Very helpful. And um, we also, in addition to this, we do plan some other events through the years. Usually we do like a webinar and we approve the education for our regions. So, Wisconsin, we are broken into five different. Uh, regions like little like mini chapters, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they have a regional representative that can coordinate uh, professional education as well. And so we just make sure that you know it seems reasonable and it's not conflicting with anything and just approve those for CEUs as well.
0: Nice. Yeah. Do you have pretty active regions? I mean, are they pretty active?
1: Yeah, we do. And it's been a different change. The regions happened when one changed to... Um, when, actually, I guess when it used to be Wisconsin Dietetic Association and when it changed to WAND, that was when we broke into the regional model versus we used to just have like, we had like a Milwaukee chapter, a Madison chapter, I think there's like a Chippewa Falls group, and then the other parts of the state were kind of like... That there wasn't anything. Sure, sure. So now that we broke it into the regions, it's nice because every, you know, you, if you know where you live, you know what region you can go to. And you can go to different region events. Like I'm in the border in between the Northeast region of Wisconsin and the south, Southeast. So I'll go to both events. Sure. And why no not? Trophies, so yeah. kind of get the best of both wor- worlds. Different <laughs> variety. Um, our Southeast region is probably the most active because it's around Milwaukee. So it's the most condensed. There's the most. Dietitians sure. per la area, so like you know, you hold events in Milwaukee, and you know, lots of people, lots people come. come. Sure. Whereas the northern region, the cities are more spread out. Spread out.
0: There's farmland everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little harder. It's a little bit difficult to get people mm-hmm. from all all over to come right. for one yeah. one meeting. But they have done a really good job. So good, so good. I think we've had events in every region this year. That's really good. So. I think Iowa struggles with that a little bit, so we're working on it yeah <laughs> well, why don't let's let's go back to you're you're a young dietitian, but I know that you've had quite the journey just just but through meeting you and meeting people that know you. So I want you to take me back to when you decided you wanted to go into dietetics or what kind of got you here? Sure. Um, So I
1: guess it started actually when I was a kid, I've always like had a love for food and I used to make what I called concoctions in my basement in my little like Fisher house, like play kitchen. And my parents didn't really enjoy it because I would use eggs and then I would leave stuff out and it would smell awful. Um, but my dad was actually a food science and a food chemistry major at UW-Madison, and he's in the cheese business in Wisconsin, so that's appropriate. And um, from him, I kind of got a love for like the food science aspect, too. In high school, I took culinary um, like classes that we had, and I really enjoyed that. And so I went to UW-Madison with the idea that I was going to do like food science or business or something along those lines. And I took the intro food science classes and the organic chemistry, and I was like, you know, I'm really not liking the <laughs> science behind this as much as I thought I would. Um, but what I really enjoyed, I went to a like introduction to professions course, and they had different um, people in food and nutrition professions come in and talk about what they do, kind of like what I'm doing now. And one was a dietitian, and she told her story about what she did, and I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> like, that sounds awesome. That it's sounds applicable. better. <laughs> like, that sounds great. So I started taking more of the nutrition classes. I switched my major, and I figured out what I wanted to do. <laughs> so
0: food science, science was your original mm-hmm. major, major then. Yep. I think that's so interesting, though, mm-hmm. how people kind of transition. They're like, oh, I, I'm going to do food science. And then you realize how much science <laughs> there is. It was. And there's still a ton of science mm-hmm. in dietetics, but food science, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I could not even imagine. So, yeah. <laughs> So never wavered after that? You were kind of like, this is totally perfect. And. I
1: wavered for a minute. I did a, uh, rotate. We did like part of our class was like a service learning thing. And we went to UW hospitals and worked in the kitchens, like with the chefs and cooks there. And it was part of our food service management class. And I was like, I want to be, I want really want to go to like culinary school or something. And I told my parents and they're like, uh, <laughs> you need <laughs> like, to finish well. your bachelor's degree first. <laughs> and then you can see about culinary school. So unfortunately, I was, my plan was, well, I guess, fortunately, unfortunately, I was like, if I didn't get matched with an internship after my senior year, I was like, then I'll go to culinary school. That was my plan. But I got matched. You got matched. <laughs> so we so were good. <laughs> so that was good. And I was like, oh, darn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could still do yeah. it, though, eventually. Is it still kind of on your radar it a is, bit? It is. It is. It?
1: Actually, there is a cooking school in Ireland. It's called, yeah, Ballymaloe um, Cookery School. And when I went to Ireland um, two years ago with my dad and some Um, of my friends we I called them ahead of time and asked to like tour it and stuff because I wanted to like check it out and it's really awesome. It's like on a farm. They have, they grow all their own vegetables. You oh can live gosh. like on the farm too. And you can learn how to like milk cows and feed chickens. And oh my God, that sounds yeah. like a great experience. They make all their own like sourdough bread starters and they do like everything. So they offer a cooking class for like 12 weeks or there's not just started one that's five weeks. <laughs> and so it's still like on my radar. Like I would
0: love to do that, but it's expensive. And sure course you never them. know. Like, know. that's the thing about our profession, I think, mm-hmm. because that, being a dietitian leads to even, right. you know, making that happen, too. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Yeah. I and feel like had- it's there. You should do it. Yeah. We had
1: a really great speaker yesterday, um, Brianna Lai, who works for Eating Well Magazine, and she was talking about, she went to culinary school too. And I was like, oh, and how she works for Eating Well and she gets to use all her stuff. And she's See? very inspiring. Yeah. lit
0: like little fire again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so where'd you, where'd you get your internship then? Um, Mount Mary University in okay. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. And that is a... Um, Master's degree program too, where you get master's credit for doing the dietetic internship, and then once you finish, you have
0: the option to do your master's So I ended up actually finishing my master's too, which awesome. was nice. I think yeah. that's such an awesome opportunity. I mm-hmm. didn't have that really when I was an intern, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of jealous of all you guys that get that opportunity. Yeah, and it just mm-hmm. kind of like flows perfectly. You're like, okay, I'll just finish it and it'll be done. So, mm-hmm. so next step, what happened? You obviously passed your exam, so congratulations. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so while I was interning, obviously you rotate through different areas, and I made a lot of connections through interning, and it, I ended up getting uh, a AmeriCorps position uh, through one of the organizations I worked with, which was Milwaukee Center for Independence. And they're kind of a unique organization because um, the overall mission is to help people with disabilities live and work um, in normal environments and part just one aspect of what they do is food service so they train people with disabilities to work in food service and they provide meals to schools in milwaukee so
0: oh, very neat so
1: it, you know it's a profitable you know portion to do that um, but it's also a really great like nonprofit portion to help give back to the individuals and help train them to work in food service so i partnered or i was an americorps I was hired through AmeriCorps, but I really worked for them. So I spent my summer doing the summer food service program. I would, like, monitor the sites and go to and make sure they were doing everything for food safety. And then I also got to do some nutrition education with the kids at the site. I got the Power Panther. You can rent (laughs) that costume from USDA (laughs) for free if you, like, work for a school. And so I convinced one of my friends to dress up in
0: it and brought her
1: to like the parks and like (laughs) the heat of Milwaukee summer (laughs) nice and steamy steamy. (laughs) did fun games with the kids and yeah so it was kind of an interesting summer and after that summer as the summer ended you know the position was only for just the summer oh okay so you got like a living stipend and things like that it wasn't like a full-time job and it was through AmeriCorps Um, But I really liked working with Milwaukee Center for Independence and I really liked the dietitians that I was working with and working for. And so I kind of talked to them. I was like, you know, I've been applying for other jobs. I haven't you know, found anything yet. And, you know, can I just like keep volunteering here until I find something? I just like to, you know, keep busy. And they're like, sure. So I volunteered for like three days and one of the dietitians quit. Seriously? (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Was that even on your radar?
1: Well, no, not really. No, (laughs) you didn't even I didn't really know that know. she was going to. Yeah. And so they were like, you know, we'd love to have you because you, you already know everything and have been working. So I ended up uh, starting then right in September at the start of the school year. So right oh when school gosh. food service started up and it was a little crazy at first because I filled in as like a, she was a more of like the food service operations manager. So she oversaw a kitchen. Um, so I started in that role. how do you feel about that? It was good. It was a great learning experience. Um, just to, I mean, being so new, it's not often that you kind of get into a position where you are like the one in control. Yeah. <laughs> and <You're> like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and it was a brand new kitchen that they had. So they hadn't like had all the procedures and everything set up yet so oh really yeah I had to help set all that up and that's a little intimidating yeah and I (laughs) you know there were cooks and the servers and the trainees that were all there that all were like looking to me to tell them what to do um so it was a little bit different than you know it's not just uh it was it wasn't so much as a dietitian. you don't really have to be in a leadership role sure um but I did enjoy it and the experience
0: I helped we kind of got on track, and everything was good. Um, did you have to come up with? Then were you the person writing policies and procedures and not, those kind of it, things? Not completely. You know,
1: I was going to my boss a lot to go. Sure. You know, how do we do this? How do we do that? And she was very supportive. But I did end up like changing how we did our production transport sheets because I used to put breakfast and lunch on one, but you're always sending breakfast for the next day, so then you'd have to send sure <laughs> two sheets. So we changed that. Um, came up with a way before the staff would just like check off on the menus what they had made and there's like scribbles everywhere (laughs) i was like i don't know what's going on so then we made like production task sheets it was like make this much for each school check it off and then give it to me so i know that it's done so we weren't missing things and um just kind of streamline some stuff it's more that
0: management type things that you just don't think about that need to be taken care of
1: yeah and so being that was my first role my boss came to me and she's like you know do you want to continue in this full time? Cause they kind of had just hired me on like, just to get me on They're like temp and like interim fill in. And they're like, do you want to continue in this role? She's like, I think you're doing a really great job. She's like, but I don't know if it's what you really want to do. Sure. And I was like, at the time I was like, well, yeah, I would like to do more with nutrition really at the time. I didn't really enjoy the 5am call. Is that time you had to be or how do you deal with employees? Well, yeah. We'd start delivering breakfast at like six or seven. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was taking grad school classes at the time and, Night. You were. And yeah. So those would go from like five thirty to eight thirty. And so, so you never like, slept. So it was like long t- <laughs> <laughs> So um she was awesome and my boss she made kind of a position for me and I ended up being kind of a liaison between their kitchens, because they had more than one, they actually had seven, and the schools. And so I would go to the schools, and I would train the school staff on how to kind of operate and do things. And I would also, we'd offer them nutrition education as like a benefit for partnering with us. So I got to go into the classrooms more. Um, Got to help a little bit more on the menu side of things with one of the dieticians that was the one that wrote all the menus. And it was
0: just... Wow. Yeah. That's amazing that someone you know thought that much of you and wanted to keep you on that kind of created a position that worked better for what your interests were yeah so it was really great (laughs) I think that's and that's I think that says a lot about our profession don't you kind of Mm -hmm. feel that way that you know there's always those jobs out there that are you know this is what we expect but sometimes they morph into something completely different Mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah well that's fine how did you like doing um like did you like the variety? Because I mean, going into the classroom and then working with the yeah. diets and that's a nice variety of things. I'm definitely a person that likes
1: the variety, and I don't think I could just—I can't even arrive to work at the same time every day.
0: <laughs> you have that option. That's nice. <laughs> Although, recently, no, I have to be there at a certain time. But um... <laughs> but that was good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long did you do that position um, So
1: I stayed there until it would have been February 2013. And then actually uh, a dietitian that I was still volunteering with through WAND and had interned for when I was at the VA hospital reached out to me. And she's like, we have this p- position. It's a dietitian educator. Um, so kind of like a nurse educator, I guess, mm-hmm. but a dietitian educator. So you do the orientation for all the staff, um, dietitians and food service staff. Um do some other administrative work, and at the time I was like, you know, maybe I need a change and I'll try a different venue because I hadn't—I actually hadn't experienced hospital food service really at all because um, the only rotation I did at the VA was the clinical side, mm-hmm. so I didn't know the hospital side. So it's like oh, I'll try my hand. So I ended up going to the VA, and I, um, I transitioned into that role, which was. Um, definitely different, but
0: some similarities, Was there, I was going to say, did you, did some of those things match up with your experiences? Yeah. It's a much bigger, is it a bigger scale or is it a smaller scale than like the food school service?
1: Um, you know, in some ways it's bigger. There's more staff. I mean, the kitchen itself, there's bigger, there's a lot more staff, like all in one area. Versus in the world of MCFI, we had kitchens spread out. Everyone is spread out, you're traveling a lot. So you're working with a lot of people, but in small groups, where sure. you have kind of a larger group right there. In one space. In one space. And the hospital didn't make as much food as we would make. You know, we we're making like sure. Sending Dear out 2,000 me. meals a day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not that many happening yeah. at the hospital. But they have probably. a lot more variety to choose from. And sure. For the veterans. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you think, so I, I'm going back to kind of like what you said earlier about food and food science and cooking. Did you think when you were in school that that's food like you go into food management no
1: (laughs) I didn't not even on your not even no I thought I was going to do more like community or you know public health something maybe do my own business or but I really I'm during my internship I enjoyed the food service management a lot and I felt good at it so I think that's kind of why I went to that I kind of gravitated that. I knew I didn't like clinical. (laughs) You did. Did
0: you know that, like, right during your internship
1: then? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that was probably the main point. I kind of felt like with the inpatient, well, I should say inpatient clinical, I just felt like a lot of times... You go into a room, the patient's there, they're like, uh eh.
0: yeah. <laughs> mashed potatoes were here. terrible <laughs> at lunch. <laughs> Cause you cooked them. Yeah. Do you know that? <laughs> yes. Where's my soda? Yeah. <laughs> not in my have salt packets? Can I get
1: some cookies and some salty? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was kind of gravitating away from that end of the clinical.
0: Well, and you've got a little community like doing the AmeriCorps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think AmeriCorps is something that a lot isn't was that talked about in school for you guys? I mean, like, was it something that was even mentioned? I don't think so. Yeah. that I remember. That and FoodCorps. And yeah. it, I think there's some great opportunities with mm-hmm. both of those entities. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting how you said that um, you actually didn't, you worked for the, you didn't work, did you work for AmeriCorps? Or did you work for the you actual? You funded through AmeriCorps. Funded but through yeah. AmeriCorps. yeah. So
1: um, organizations can apply to host an AmeriCorps okay. funded position. And usually there's some agreement where the, company or the organization has to give so much of the funding or maybe like match Mm -hmm. but usually it's pretty minimal compared to like the amount of work you're gonna get from an AmeriCorps volunteer so I know in Wisconsin actually we have um, AmeriCorps farm to school people and those positions are I think a year or two years even so it's a little longer I did what's called the summer vista program so it was just that you know like a three-month summer thing
0: would you do it again yeah I, I know in, in Des Moines, where I live, that we have a Maricorps and Food Corps people that work with the Des Moines Public Schools yep. kind of similar to what yeah. you did like the summer programming mm-hmm. the Power Panther yep. all that and we have what a program called Pick a Better Snack is what we do in programming in oh, schools fun. so I think that's a great thing to talk about though for dietitians to know that those opportunities are out there right. when you're kind of like in that in between like I don't know what I want to do or I don't want to it's hard to find a job or that's always a great opportunity to get some experience Definitely. yeah there's a
1: lot more organizations too that I'm seeing like gardening and farming organizations that I feel like that would be a great experience for a nutrition or dietitian student because they offer these like internship opportunities and you can learn how the food is actually grown and like all this other stuff and then you can share that later in your practice. So if you're a student and you're new and you're just not sure where to go next or you can't find a job yet, maybe just take an internship, maybe it won't be has high pain. Yeah,
0: it's that's true. Experience. It's always that. Was <laughs> never going to be that yeah. glamorous, like yeah. seventy thousand dollars job in, mm-hmm. in the beginning. But yeah. it's a good way to get experience yeah. and and to make connections. Definitely. Like you made connections mm-hmm. along along that area. Definitely. So, are you still at? you the VA currently? No, I you're, n- you're not. <laughs> I were you? Though, you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I was for three years, okay. and then I trans. Um, I was living in Milwaukee, and I was living in downtown Milwaukee, and I was like, I want to get out of the city. I want to have a garden. I want to be able to grow my own food, and so I started looking for jobs outside the city, um, and also like sold my place in Milwaukee, and I found a job actually in my hometown area, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and a school district, so I went back to school food service <laughs> management. You did. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. So. Well, that's great. Is it, mm-hmm. is it hard to find jobs? In, in that area?
1: Yeah. Uh, kinda. Kind of? Kind of. I feel, though, like the it's starting to decline. Like a lot of people are retiring now. So there's okay. going to be more opportunities in school food service management. And I don't know that a lot of people are still going that route mm-hmm. as much. And you don't need to be a dietitian to be in school food service sure. management, of course. But I think it's really... I think it's a good opportunity for our profession, and I think it adds value to the schools as well to have
0: that registered dietitian. I think they kind of want that, though. I think they're looking, like, you don't have to have it, but Mm -hmm. I think that they are looking, like, that kind of sets you out above someone else that doesn't have it. Mm Mm-hmm. So what are you doing now for them? So I'm the school nutrition
1: supervisor. So we have 26 schools and- <laughs> Holy, that's <laughs> a lot of schools. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of similar to what I did at MCFI, but instead of like working directly in the kitchen, I get to do all the menus, production records. Um, I supervise the staff.
0: How um, many staff people do you we have? have? Close to 60. you're you're, you're solely in charge oh my gosh that's a lot of employees it is it is a lot (laughs) that would stress me out (laughs) it does (laughs) it's a lot but um, I do have
1: a boss who she is like the director so I'm not the director but she oversees and she does all of the equipment and um, remodeling the budget kind of manages the budget yeah over the long term oversight she applies for grants
0: so oh that's good yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the responsibility of the employee. How, talk about that a little bit. Because I think with any food-related industry with employees, that can be very challenging. And like you said earlier, like getting phone calls at 5 o'clock in the yeah. morning. I'm back to that now. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Does that happen often? Um,
1: uh, unfortunately, yes. And it's been really sad this year because most of our staff are just getting to that age where they're having... um you know, just health issues and things mm-hmm. going on. And someone actually called one day and she's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, but I'm closing on a new house. And I'm just wondering if I can leave like an hour early to go to the closing. And I'm like, yes, that's a great reason to like sure. leave. I'm just glad it's like not that your husband has cancer or something is yes. going on. And
0: yes, <laughs> that was so sad. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing that's
1: awful. Yeah. And I mean, the staff are really great and they're so dedicated. Um, it's just finding the new staff now that are committed it's harder to find people that want to work for a few hours during the day to serve lunch to the kids um and we do do breakfast programs too but then those people that have kids have to take their kids to school so they can't sure. come in for breakfast and they're like well i can come in after eight and i'm like you start serving breakfast at seven it's at <laughs> like,
0: that doesn't work <laughs>
1: it's so it's harder to find that balance
0: do you do all the interviewing and yeah we as a team we interview okay. and hire staff and and that's a whole—I mean, like, as a dietitian, you don't study that. You don't no. study how to do interviewing and hiring and things like that. So you kind of learn that on mm-hmm. the job as well. Definitely. It kind of falls under that whole management umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> so you take phone calls. You, I, one thing that's nice, though, you don't work weekends usually, right. correct? Which is I nice. I don't have any
1: issues on weekends or nights even. You know, like, after 3, I, I, the only time I'll get calls is if someone's like, oh, I'm not feeling well, I'm not coming in the morning. We have holidays. Spring break. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: You have summer usually, or do you do some we summer We do summer food service
1: program, but it's a lot less. We have like 10 sites and oh, not as many so staff, like
0: 14 or 15. So then it's just not as crazy. So what do you love about food service? I mean, what is it, you know, being in that school, in that school, you know, area, what is it something that you really love about it? Well, I think with the working in schools, it's just great to see,
1: to be able to feed kids and feel good about it, um, especially the ones that are in need that are kind of relying on school meals for their food. So you have quite a few of those. We do. We're about 50% free and reduced. So overall for the whole school. Um, Which I get is good because it allows us opportunities to provide those free meals. We have some schools that actually are the community eligibility provision, CEP schools, where there are 100. We just get to give every school, all the kids in the school, free meals. So wow. they don't have to fill out the application Any or anything. Shang. They just get free meals if you go to that school. Mm-hmm. So it's nice benefit, but at the same time, it's kind of sad because it's like, oh, the community is that in need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do get to
0: work with the kids, um, do taste testings,
1: and some students. Do you groups. like that? Yeah, yeah. It's fun, too.
0: Do you, do you target certain age groups in that area? We
1: try to mix it up. To get, you know, like if we have a new item and you want to try it with different age groups to see if it works because some things high schoolers will love and elementary kids are like, that's way too spicy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. They are very different eaters. Right. And I do enjoy working with the staff and, you know, helping them become the
0: best they can be. Which is probably the most, the biggest part of your job. Yeah. It's not really the food part. It's the working with the staff part. It is. Yeah. So you're inspiring other humans (laughs) as well to to either be like you or, Mm -hmm. again, just be really good employees. Yeah. And see, that's, they don't teach that no. in, in dietetic school. <laughs> <laughs> nope.
1: <laughs> so do you have a garden now, then? I do. You do? Yes. Well, I have, to, I have a greenhouse that oh I got. Oh, my gosh. Yes. My You're really was, fancy. That's <laughs> enough to set up for me. Aww. Um So it's been a late winter right now. It's, it's been awful raining here. Yeah. yeah it's
0: it's <laughs> like we just heard thunder. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'll probably start some stuff maybe indoors and then get the greenhouse going. Do you going. do a lot of, a lot of I
0: try, and then we'll see what happens. See what, see what actually grows. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's protected if you're in a greenhouse kind of area, whereas yeah. I put anything in my backyard and all the rabbits eat it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the joy of having a garden in the Midwest. Yep. Well, you probably have nice, it's probably nice to have time to do the gardening too with, mm-hmm. you know, being in school, your hours are probably pretty pretty nice that you can go home and mm-hmm. garden. and.
1: Yeah, although I've taken on, I've started coaching. <laughs> you have? Yes. Oh. What do you coach? Um, I coach, helped. coach, Coach basketball for the high school that I my office is at this past fall, and now I'm coaching middle school track.
0: Wow! Did you yeah. do basketball and track t- when you were in school? Yes, yes I I did. So, Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that would be hard if you didn't play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you like coaching?
1: It's really fun. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy it because I see some kids, but I really don't know a lot of the kids. I mean, there's ten thousand sure. kids in the sure, district. Yeah, you're I, not gonna know I, them. I like walk through their hall and they're like, "Who is?" This? Sometimes people think I'm a student, so that's funny. They <laughs> <laughs> do. Yeah, that's so what hilarious. I got, like, when I first started working, they were like, "Where's your hall pad? Yes, <laughs>
0: I work here. You're like I'm an employee.
1: I <laughs> um, but no, the, the working like directly with the kids is great, and and with sports too you can start, you can talk about nutrition with them as well. It's a very important part of that. And so I can informally say things and as we're getting ready for meets, be like how you know, have you planned? Have you prepared? What are you going to eat? <laughs> what that's are you going to drink? And yeah. So just a little bit more one-on-one involvement. And
0: I think that's a whole other area that yeah. I think dietitians in schools can mm-hmm. really start to kind of penetrate and help out because those kids do not know what to eat. I mean, right. they're drinking like soda and eating candy bars and then they're having another one mid game, yep. and it's crazy. It yeah. hasn't changed since I was in high school, though. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was remember one doing of that those <laughs> I was too. I was like, ah, oh, can I get a Mountain Dew? I'm, like, I, I feeling tired. tired. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! My friend and I, we used to before track meets, we'd like chug a soda. Did
0: you yep. see? Yeah. yeah, isn't that because, crazy? We get headaches because we were like drinking so much, and you had bad. so much caffeine in your body yeah. that you're like, I don't even yeah. know how to get rid of it. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what was I doing? Now you're this responsible adult helping other kids figure it out. (laughs) So loving what you're doing now, you're really happy with kind of just working with the school and working with the management and (laughs) are you kind of teetering on
1: maybe a change? I am. I'm, I'm a little teetering on a change. I'm, I'm thinking it would be nice to get to more one-on-one education with people. Um, and I don't know exactly what that's going to be or how that's going to look. Um, but I'm just keeping my options open. Sure. Are you still kind of thinking like private practice?
0: or Yeah, private practice yeah. or something, consulting, I'm not sure. You kind of want to get back to like that confling and helping right. people yeah. in a different way. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's great. You have a whole lifetime yeah. ahead of yeah. you to do that. Yeah. And you do all this volunteering with with the with the yeah. wand. Exactly. Do you, and I'm sure you make great connections here with people oh, that can kind of help you yes. navigate the next mm-hmm. path for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's still the culinary school thing. Yes, that's I feel cool. like this is going to happen for you. I'm, I, I always tell everyone that I do a podcast with, I'm like, I might want to follow up with you again and see what you're doing in like a year or two because yeah. I know it's going to be completely different. Right. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. That's, we have so many opportunities to... Mm-hmm to do different fun things do yeah. you like where you're living and do you i if, do yeah i found my
1: dream home you did yes and well, you have a i wasn't house. expecting yeah i have three acres of land oh my it's gosh pretty, yeah. <laughs> i never thought that would happen um and it's perfect it's like in between milwaukee and Triboygan, so i like it so you have the best of both worlds i yeah. go awesome. to the city if i need to it's a really quick trip to the airport but
0: yeah I don't, i'm not in the city and yeah. It's all about where you live, I think. Yeah. As long as you have a happy place to go home to, mm-hmm. you can kind of manage anything else, I yeah. think.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think that's great. And I don't, I, we're, she's super busy today because she's like running the show at, <laughs> at this meeting, which is awesome. But I do have a couple fun questions okay. for you. So, what is your favorite food? Oh, favorite
1: food. <laughs> I mean, this is going to sound really cheesy. <laughs> It's probably cheese. <laughs> and it's one of those foods. Um, yeah, it's just, I grew up with it. And sure. I, s- I swear it has addictive properties.
0: You said your dad is in the business. Yes. Yeah, so you probably had always had cheese in your home. Yeah. And oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so jealous. So of you. I have to be careful with cheese. <laughs> There was cheese at breakfast. I was yeah. like, I hope there's cheese at breakfast. I was hoping for some <laughs> fried cheese curds. That yeah. would have been, but like good cheese, you know, like yes, a nice, good cheese. Yes. What's your favorite kind of cheese? Do you have a
1: favorite kind? <sighs> Probably Gouda, actually. Yeah. Which I don't have that often. Um, but yeah, smoked
0: or just just re- just regular. regular. Yeah, yeah. I like Gouda, and it's so melty and creamy. Exactly. And
1: if you ever seen those like videos of the places they like, go and they have the they melt the cheese and they like scrape it.
0: Yes. Oh.
1: It's like, I love
0: that. I'm like, just, I just like had a moment where I was yeah. like picturing it. It's I was like, like, it's just drooling, dr- yeah, really, <laughs> That doesn't sound good. It doesn't, it, but I'm picturing it and this looks amazing in my head. It's, it's like cheese ribbons. It nice is. Sort of yeah. Picture. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Uh, do you have a favorite beverage? Um, beverage, beverage.
1: I I guess sparkling water probably is like my go to right now. Yeah, there's so many brands out now. I'm amazed. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'll drink anything, LaCroix. They had actually had a Shasta is making one for food yes. service now. And that was at the expo yesterday.
0: There's I saw that. polar ice or something. Oh, yeah. Spindrift yeah. and, yeah, Dasani. Every, I mean, you could have every flavor. Yeah. I saw that LaCroix, my favorite is Key Lime. Oh, and right. LaCroix has a Key oh, Lime nice. one now. So I'm like, I got to try that. It's good. It's going to be like dessert.
1: My Our staff at one of the schools actually laughed at me because I tried doing sparkling water at the schools and oh, selling them to kids. Did not Kids don't buy sparkling water. Not not yeah, sweet so, enough, so it, it's sitting in their, like beverage cooler on the bottom shelf, and it's literally like my stash. I was like, "You're probably I'm the like only, the one, only one that it. buys it." <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh, thank you." There's my my own personal stash.
0: So. At least you tried though. Yeah. You never know. So in ten years, all, I'll be drinking it. Yeah. So. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Green, definitely. Green. All mm-hmm. shades. Yeah, bright, brighter the better. Usually, I would say. I can just picture your backyard just full of like beautiful green, luscious. Plants and garden and <laughs> hopefully soon. <laughs> hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. What's your favorite smell or scent? Hmm.
1: Um, actually it would be the it's called Thieves. It's the one of those like essential oil yes. smells. Yes. I really like diffusing that one.
0: I just someone one of my friends mm-hmm. had that on her Instagram and I was like I gotta try this because people mm-hmm. keep talking about it and you mentioned it today so I heard it smells delicious. Great. Does it relax you?
1: Yeah, yes, it's like relaxing and I need to get into
0: the diffusing thing. I haven't done that yet. It's
1: nice. We yeah. had the yoga session today and she did some diffusing. She did so like the room and the ambiance with oh. the music and it was dim and we there were windows so you could see outside into the woods. I would was have fell nice. asleep. <laughs> I almost did at the end when you're like <laughs> laying there and she's just talking and it's calm. You're
0: just like so zoned cool. out. That sounds lovely. Yes, so it's great. What brings you joy in life?
1: Uh, I think making other people happy and just like, you know, those conversations you have with people, I guess like this, where you just share stories and you can be... Kind of bounce
0: ideas off of each other and share, and just gets you energized. It does. Yeah. I, I agree with you. That's why I see you being great in management because I feel like people probably get really energized <laughs> by you. Okay. I see that. I can see them like being like, I, "I'm going to see Amy today. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. We're going to do this together." And so that's great that it found you and you found it. Yeah. And that's I can't cool. wait to see. What finds you next? <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I hope to see you cooking in Ireland.: yeah. That's what I want to see you doing that be amazing. five weeks. <laughs> I
1: was like talking to my boyfriend. I'm like, "Would you go to Ireland with me for five weeks?: Did you say yes?) <laughs> He was like, "I'm not going to do the cooking school." <laughs> like that, maybe you okay. take a
0: long. <laughs> we'll I'm sure we can find something yeah. to do. Keep it salut. You would just bring him food home. Yeah, like, try this. Maybe yeah. you be your professional taste tester? Someone else. <laughs> Life is short, right? It is. It is. You need to take those opportunities when they come, for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. And I look forward to the rest of the conference. Yeah. Enjoy. Excited for your presentation, too. It it should be fun. I hope it's fun. It's great. (laughs) Thank you. Amy is such a positive and upbeat person. I love her energy. She has a great outlook on life. And she was so busy the day we talked, but she never lost her cool at all. And if she did, I didn't notice. I need to harness some of this from her because I think I could probably use some on occasion. Through some further conversations after our podcast, I mentioned wanting to go to Summerfest in Milwaukee because it's been on my bucket list and I've never been. And Amy immediately encouraged me to come her way. So 2019, Amy, I'm headed your way. Today's episode was sponsored by Jolly Time Healthy Pop Popcorn because... You all know by now how much I love my popcorn. I love how Peacorn is so versatile and full of fiber. And if you haven't tried my favorite popcorn from Iowa, go to jollytime.com for more information and you can grab some money-saving coupons to experience it yourself my website andelizabetharty.com is where you can read my latest weekly wisdom blog post where I share my current adventures food I am eating and the music playlist I create for my fitness I might also include a really delicious real deal recipe and I'm always including what I'm loving right now because I like sharing those things with you you will find all my previous podcast show notes and links to things we talked about during all my conversations with my favorite people And you can also purchase my book from my website. Please connect with me on social media by finding me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at Ann Elizabeth RD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.